former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy drew some heat over the weekend after attacking his own party for being too white while speaking to the Oxford Union. McCarthy claimed that Democrats actually look like America, while Republicans look like the most restrictive country club. This, mind you, while he's standing in a tuxedo at the podium of an elite British institution. It would seem that self-awareness is a liability when attempting to climb the political ladder. Republicans often make superficial complaints about identity politics, but McCarthy's remarks reveal that the leftist hierarchy of victimization has embedded itself deep in the minds of mainstream conservative politicians. Diversity, inclusion, and equity have become the ideological enforcement arm of the progressive cultural revolution, and that poisonous belief system has now worked its way into the political party that is supposed to oppose it. McCarthy's remarks at Oxford were not some embarrassing accident. At an event sponsored by the New York Times a few weeks earlier, the former speaker used the same line about country club Republicans, but it got even worse. That's right, McCarthy told the audience that he believed the demographic makeup of the GOP was a serious problem in which he needed to involve himself personally. The congressman from California explained that he wanted to see more women and minorities taking House seats, but that the Republican primary voters kept stubbornly selecting white males. McCarthy wanted to make it clear to New York Times readers that he actively sought to influence GOP primaries with the explicit intention of selecting candidates due to their race or gender. Kevin McCarthy is not some weird outlier, nor is he a Republican in name only. McCarthy was the House Minority Leader from 2019 until his election as Speaker earlier this year. He held the key leadership position in the party. When Representative Matt Gates of Florida attempted to remove McCarthy, he was opposed by quote-unquote serious-minded people who wanted to get things done. The effort to remove the Speaker for failing to keep his political promises on issues like the budget was characterized as a childish personal vendetta by the unruly MAGA crowd. Now, new House Speaker Mike Johnson has proven himself to be a disappointment in other ways, rushing to see how much American taxpayer money he can spend to defend the borders of foreign nations, but that's kind of the larger point. The Republican Party didn't just have one bad leader with Kevin McCarthy, it's Kevin McCarthy's all the way down. For years, Hollywood's been lacking when it comes to stories of redemption. Movies and TV shows have trended towards the anti-hero, a flawed person who makes no effort to change and just becomes worse and worse as the story goes on. Well, here's some great news. The Blind, the True Story of the Robertson Family is now available for purchase on Blaze TV. Maybe you've made a mess of your life. Maybe someone you love is in a dark place. Maybe all of the above. If you or someone you know feels beyond redemption, you need to watch this movie. And you'll see there's always hope. The Blind takes you on an incredible journey through the life of Phil Robertson, giving you an intimate look into the man behind the legend and the trials, triumphs, and values that shaped him through the years. While The Blind wasn't a Blaze Media production, since Phil is such a big part of our Blaze TV family, we wanted to make sure that you had the opportunity to stream it here. Because it isn't ours, we can't include it as part of the subscription. But if you'd rather purchase it and stream it, here rather than Apple or Amazon, we wanted to make sure that you had the opportunity to do that. Make sure to act now. Don't miss this opportunity to own The Blind, a Phil Robinson story on Blaze TV. You can buy it today at blazetv.com, The Blind, for $19.99. That's blazetv.com slash The Blind. It would be easy to write off the former speaker as some soft California imposter. In reality, he is the Republican Party. 
There are some good GOP members, but most of these politicians are simply stewards of the regime who found it easier to get elected in their district if they put an R next to their name on the ballot. Most of what passes as conservative politicians buy into the prestige hierarchy presented to them by the dominant power and can't wait to swap you out for a voter base that the New York Times would approve of. Nothing demonstrates the Republican embrace of the less D.I.E. framework quite like the presidential campaign of Nikki Haley. Remember, Haley first rose to political prominence as part of the last populist revolution against establishment conservatism, the Tea Party. Now, she's become the model establishment presidential candidate. It was embarrassing enough when Haley embraced Disney after the company's dust-up with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over the state's anti-grooming bill or demanded that big tech end internet anonymity. But her adoption of the left's rhetoric on race and gender has been truly egregious. After former CNN host Don Lemon called Nikki Haley past her prime, Haley quickly responded by calling the commentator a sexist who was threatened by minority women. She wasted no time adding past my prime merchandise to her campaign website, along with shirts that read, sometimes it takes a woman and she who dares wins. Coincidentally, the former governor of South Carolina has shot to second place in some polls, overtaking Ron DeSantis and quickly becoming every corporate donor's favorite Republican. The same strange inconsistency has arisen around calls to defund universities and abolish DIE-based curricula now that campus activists and faculty have been fomenting anti-Jewish sentiment on campus in the wake of the October 7th attack against Israel. No group should have violent rhetoric or hatred directed toward them under the guise of pseudo-academic jargon like decolonization. But one has to wonder where these calls have been during the last decade when the same language was primarily directed at white, male, and Christian students. There were those that pushed back, to be sure, but the sudden support for substantive political action against universities that appeared after the anti-Semitic diatribes simply did not exist when the main targets looked more like the voter base of the Republican Party. It speaks deeply to the cowardice of the GOP establishment that Republicans simply ignored the demonization of Christians, males, and whites until a group that was politically acceptable to protect suddenly became the target of bigotry. The Republican Party loves to gain points with its base by mouthing platitudes about the evils of identity politics, but has clearly internalized the narrative and values of the left. Party leaders like McCarthy have fully embraced the idea that white, middle, and working class voters are an embarrassment and should be left behind so the GOP can embrace a more diverse, inclusive, and equitable future. This approach is the behavior of a completely ideologically corrupt and morally bankrupt party with no future beyond licking the heel of the real political power in the United States. Conservatives must demand a new kind of leadership willing to reject the poisonous racial and sexual grievance hierarchy of the left, or the right will most certainly die. Thanks for watching, guys. If you enjoyed this video, go ahead and click like. And if you haven't subscribed yet, now is a great time to do so. You can also get these broadcasts as podcasts by subscribing to the Orrin McIntyre Show on your favorite podcast platform. And when you do, if you leave a rating or a review, that really helps with the algorithm magic. If you'd like to follow me on Substack or Twitter or Gab, if you'd like to watch these videos on Rumble or Odyssey, 
You can find the links to do all of that down below in the description. And of course you can read all of my columns and watch all of my videos over at the blaze. Thanks for watching guys. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.